Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, hello there. This is Fantastic Tuesday, and I want to give a special shout out to my international, national, and local fans and listeners. We are coming live from California. I want to thank all of you for tuning in or downloading the shows each week. We really appreciate it. And don't forget to give me feedback at info at transformationforsuccess.com. I want to give a quick announcement for those of you in California, just a little bit of a uh, shout out that your host, Dr. B, is presenting a workshop session for women on refinding your purpose after 50. I'm at the annual Southern California Women's Conference and Expo on health and wellness and empowerment for women of all ages. And it's going to be at the Pasadena Hilton Hotel November 1st. It's free to the public, and there are workshop sessions that will start at 9.30. My workshop session is 11.30, and track three, but you got to register at www.socalwomenconference.com. Again, that's www.socalwomenconference.com. Share with your friends. They got a man cave there too, so you can bring your man along. Come for a day that's designed to empower you mentally, spiritually, and physically. Speaking of empowerment, we have today some dynamic women who are in the beauty industry. Miss Kaylee Hagersweiler and Urena Trust. Now, both these ladies have some very interesting names. Kaylee is from Australia. (laughs) Miss Urena Trust is from California. And we're going to talk about how to get from where you were to where you want to be and profitable in the beauty industry. You know, the salon and beauty industry are always changing. Today, there are billions of dollars that are spent in beauty business, from trending hairstyles to new ways of doing business. It pays to keep updated on some of the exciting changes that are happening in this very dynamic industry. And I'm really pleased today to have two women from both ends of the spectrum who are going to talk about keeping ahead of the curve and how you can gain a competitive edge and enjoy happier customers in the beauty business and heavier profits. So today, Miss Kaylee Hagersweiler, who with years of experience in the beauty industry and a passion for helping people achieve their dreams, was determined to establish Beauty Salons Coach. And that's the consultative service that helps beauty salon owners improve their profitability and processes to help their businesses reach new heights. So Kaylee has had several years of experience in the industry. She studied at the Camelot International Health and Wellness College, and she worked at a number of prestigious salons, including Bally Grand Spa and Lodge in South Africa and Spa Q in Sydney. She also spent a couple of years working for Steiner on the Carnival cruise ships as a body specialist, and she had returned to her alma mater to lecture and educate others in business studies, waxing, massage, and nail care, and this is where her passion to educate stemmed from being motivated by the love of the industry and a knack 
for teaching others. So we're going to hear Kaylee's story today and why did she start Beauty Salons Coach. My next guest is Miss Elena Truss. She discovered her passion for working with hair at the age of 11. Can you imagine? After graduating from cosmetology school, she began receiving requests from numerous high-profile clients to style their hair. As the industry increased, she began designing wigs and creating hair care products for clients. Truss has had 30 years of experience as a wig maker. She looks like she's 25. She's an image coach and a beauty salon owner. In recent years, she's been helping many women who suffer, and I would say men, who suffer from alopecia and other hair care problems. And she's noted for helping to empower her clients by creating desired styling images with hair. So I want to welcome you both to the Transformation Success Show. I'm so happy to have you both on the show today. Hey, hey. Well, <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> Well, I want thank to say this Thank you for having too. me, Dr. Yeah. Well, thank you both. And to the listeners out there, Kaylee is talking to us from Australia, and Urena is in California. So I've got these two gals, and we're going to have a great day, great time today. You know, it seems like with both of you, your professions shows you both. <laughs> so Kaylee, I want to know, how did you... You know, why did you start Beauty Salons, Coach? Well, what what ended up happening is when I went on the shifts, I ended up noticing that the bridge between college and what you learn at the institution is more just focused on the practical side of things. They don't actually teach you the behind the scenes on how to promote yourself. And then I started realizing that once I started researching different salons and I started noticing that a lot of them were popping up and going straight down. So I started looking into the business side and there's a big gap between the business behind running a salon or beauty salon um, and what you learn at college, which is focused on your passion for helping others. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to bridge that gap and that's why I started Beauty Salons Coach originally. Well, did uh, did you feel that and find out somehow that that salon owners, they need a coach? Well, somebody came to you and said, you know, we need a coach. How, how did you surmise that they needed a coach? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, we, um, I've been asked a lot about marketing. Marketing is a big thing that has come up in recent years, how to market it successfully and with an industry that's a billion-dollar industry, not a lot of salon owners are actually making that money um, or have even a little piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. And so being asked how, how do they get in, you know, properly? How do, how do they build themselves up from just being a therapist to owning a salon um, or beauty salon? which mm-hmm. not a lot of people are taught how to do the business side of things. It all sounds like a great idea until you get into it and you realize it's not just performing the treatments anymore. 
Well, you, you're so right, you know, because I know in America, the cosmetology schools, and you can speak up to this, Urena, a lot of the cosmetology schools are teaching you how to do hair or how to do makeup or uh, other aspects of the beauty industry. But what portion of it is really into the business side of it, training you how to become a business entrepreneur and courses in accounting and how do you uh, manage a spreadsheet? How do you uh, do that? Um, was this somewhat of a new adventure in Australia? That you know, when you start talking about a salon coach, um, it it's not unheard of. There aren't very many salon coaches out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but originally, it also came from my dad. My dad's a business coach, so he's been coaching me for years. And um, yeah, I started speaking to him about you know what I had noticed, and he said, "Well, why don't we start teaching?" salon owners what to do and how to run their business properly. Was there uh, any pushback from the owners? I mean, were they willing to, you know, because it sounds like when you start teaching them, there's got to be time involved. It's regimented. Uh, Were they open for this kind of training and coaching? Well, this is the thing. You've got to be open to wanting to learn more. You've got to be open to wanting to build yourself up and not feeling like enough is enough for you. So that's what we look at, you know, as coaches. We look at the the self-empowerment as well. Where do you want to be in five years? Where do you want your business to be? You know, mm-hmm. there is a lot of pushback in the beginning, but now people are realizing you need help. You know, you need somebody to show you the reins and to sit behind you and go, okay, right, I'm going to hold you accountable for what you've put down on, on paper. Like anyone that, you know, even in the sports field, mm-hmm. coaches are there to help improve you and make sure you, you perform at your highest level. And that's what we're doing in business. Now, in Australia, uh, do all of the salons, do they have a licensure process? Sorry? Do they have a licensure process? In other words, in order to operate a business, they have to have a license, right? Yes. Okay. Is that difficult to obtain? No, no, you've just got to go through. uh, Australia is very regulated, so there's just a lot of hoops you've got to jump through. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's worth it if it's what you want to do. I mean, everything... And saying that everything comes with hoops and loops, and if you want it, you're going to jump through those those hoops. Tell me, what did you find that are the most common problems that salon owners have? Well, the number one thing here is, or anywhere, is marketing. Making Mm -hmm. sure that you know your targeted audience and you're mm-hmm. marketing correctly to them, and not a lot of salons have a hand on this. Um, the next one is finding the right staff. The right staff, it's tiring mm-hmm. it's for salon owners to, to keep looking, and often they get stuck with, with people that they're not entirely happy with, but they keep them on board because they feel that they, they're not going to find anyone else. Um, so we teach them about how to look for the right staff and how to employ on attitude rather than skills. 
Um, because if somebody's willing to work and has a good work ethic, you can always train up those skills. But somebody might have a list of skills that is amazing, but mm-hmm. not the right attitude, you know, which is very important. So yes, it is. We look at that and we teach them also their numbers. Now, I love salon owners have a good handle on mm-hmm. their financials and um, have a good understanding of it. Okay. You know, where, where is the old thing, the word of mouth? You know, you, you've talked about marketing, and yeah. I'm sort of being tongue-in-cheek about this because it used to be many years ago where it was the old word of mouth. I mean, you get your hair done or you get, you know, something done, and particularly in the beauty uh, beauty salon business, and somebody says, where did you get your hair done? And you say, oh, I got it done over there with the Urena Trust. Oh, my, really? I got to call her. So, so now it takes more than that. It is the marketing and knowing your targeted audience. So things have really changed. So, Urena, you're yeah. on the line. So, you know, you've yeah. been in the beauty hair care business for, you know, I, I said 30 some odd years, you look 25. <laughs> and so <laughs> what, what are some of the trends that you have seen as it relates to salon owners? And even because you yourself are an, a salon owner, but you also worked in a salon. And, and so what is your take on some of the challenges that have been in the beauty business, period? Beauty salon owners and just being a worker, <laughs> Well, I've worked in several salons and watched mm-hmm. owners uh, mm-hmm. work as hard as the workers in the salon. Mm-hmm. Um, and these were larger salons. And so um, it didn't seem like to me they were making a whole bunch of money because they had to work just as hard as uh, the operators in the salon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the challenges that I saw, they end up working that way for the rest of their, their lives until um, it, it, until they could work to the last day of their lives. So it didn't make sense to me to get a bigger salon. So I um, opted to get a smaller salon where mm-hmm. it would just mm-hmm. be myself. And so it would be more lucrative to me. Um, that way to work by myself until I went to a salon in the uh, in the empire, and they seemed like they were making a ton of money because mm-hmm. they had uh, a nail shop in there, a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, a doctor's office, Botox, um, a beauty supply, and they okay. had operators. Okay, and that was kind of what I was going to ask both of you. Um, when you look at the hair care industry today, you know, who are some of the top salons that are making money and what do they market? That's the whole thing, because you just said a, a very important thing. There has to be more than just hair care or styling of hair or selling of wigs. Yeah. So, Kaylee, can you can you answer that, too, as well? Share on that discussion. Some of the top salons that are making money and what do they market? Um, and as uh, Urena stated, they are marketing, this one that she saw, they're marketing more than just one product. Yeah, see, what we teach, though, is you want a niche. So in saying that, um, mm-hmm. although there might be a lot of things, they might only be marketing one specific product, which is drawing a lot of people in, but offering a whole, a whole, mm-hmm. plan, a whole range Okay. Services and treatments or products. Okay. Um, if you look at the, sorry, yes. So if you look at the big 
salons, they, they've got a real good handle on who they want to bring in okay. um, and who they want to target. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, it's really interesting. How, how do you know who to target? I mean, is it by like, say you're, you know, like in Beverly Hills, it's here in California or what is the high, the high rent area in, in Australia? I mean, you would be marketing to clients who are at an upper level. That makes sense to me. But let me just take a moment here to breathe because guess what? we got to take a break already. Can you guys believe that? Well, listeners, we're going to be right back with my two guests today as we further explore salon coaching and what's happening in the beauty business today as it relates to hair care. So this is Dr. Young, and we're going to be right back. So stay tuned. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell and Dr. Jan Hill, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. If you are looking to deepen your understanding of karma, the law of attraction, metaphysics, mindfulness, and intuition, be sure to tune in each week for You, the Universe, the Holistic Mind with host Catherine Potter. Catherine and her insightful guests will show how everything interconnects, explaining concepts and modalities that connect the mind and body. It's a refreshing look at the universe and the laws that govern it. Listen every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my journey today and my discussion with two entrepreneurs in the beauty industry today. And I am so happy to be moderating this discussion because it really is interesting. We're talking about coaching uh, a salon coach and Kaylee, who is from Australia and Urena, who is from California, are talking about their journeys and what's happening today in beauty salons. So as we went on break, we were talking about some of the issues that we are we, we find in salon coaching. And I was bringing up this, and I, and I thought about this, Irena, about you have worked in a number of salons. Kaylee, did you have a chance to work in salons before you started coaching? Yes, yes. Okay. From your experiences in uh, coaching, did you find that the look of the, the, the place, the look of the uh, shop, 
had a lot to do with the clientele that you will draw. Yes, of course. Um, You've got to remember, as a small business, Mm -hmm. if you look at, say, Coca-Cola, they use their logo as their reputation. Everyone knows them by that logo. Whereas Mm -hmm. a small business, your reputation is who you are and what you present. Mm -hmm. So if you're presenting something low-class budget, then that's what you're going to attract. Low-class budget... um, to your salon, which is not what you want to attract. You mm-hmm. have to be very careful on the way that you treat your your clientele as well as how your salon looks. That's your first impression as well. You know, you can chase business away very fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, as a salon coach, did you have opportunities to go in, like to do an assessment, uh, you know, sort of, you know, assessing what their needs are from the look of the business to other aspects. Is there some sort of, uh, you know, I guess basically I'm asking, is there an assessment that you use? Yes. So uh, here locally, we'll go into the salon as a secret shopper and take a look at how, you know, they interact from the phone call through to the treatments, to how the treatment rooms are presented, what they look like. Mm-hmm. Are they clean um, to how I'm treated by the staff, every aspect, and give the owner evaluation on what needs to be changed and upgraded. Okay. That's very good. So, you're, so you actually go in as a secret shopper and sort of take a look. So, Urena, do you think that would work over here in um, the United States and California? Because I've been in shops okay. where they're, they're, they're dirty. Yeah, I, I think it's needed. Um, speaking of dirty, I've lost clientele um, with the salon being dirty, and uh, and and asked to move to a a salon that had a better upkeep by the clients. Wow. Wow. So this whole thing, um, what I am interested in is that the teaching and the experiences, what have your experiences been, Kaylee, positive or negative as it results to salon coaching? Positive is when you help somebody achieve their goals and where mm-hmm. they want to be, which is, it's, it's better than Christmas morning, you know, Um Negatives is it was hard in the beginning. It was hard getting people to trust you. It was hard um, getting people to open up and invest in what what it is that you're trying to do for them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, Urena, one of the things I wanted to ask you, how would this be, um, I guess, marketable in some of the salons that you know that, I mean, in terms of having a salon coach? I think that it would uh, um, give them a different outlook on how to run a salon because most of the time we're more artists than anything. And so the business Mm -hmm. side of it, uh, it would help to beautify the salon, which is going to bring in a different level of clientele. Mm-hmm. So you know, one I of the, the coaching. 
would be helpful. When you look at the hair care yeah, industry, go ahead, Kaylee. No, sorry, I was just going to say, I think that's, that's the biggest thing in this industry is we are creative people, very creative. So we want to focus on that. When you're in business, you're focusing on everything. So you need a little bit of help to to where your focus needs to be so that you are able to do more of the creative things that you want to do. Well, you know, one thought is if you are a an owner, operator, but you're an artist, do you suggest that they hire a business manager, somebody to uh, operate the business side of the house um, and let them be, you know, the creator and the, and use their creativity, uh, you know, to benefit them and give them that sense of happiness? Yes. So that's, that's one of the other things that we advise our, our salon owners to do is make a list of the things that they don't enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And if they can pay somebody $25 an hour to do it, then to rather hand that off and give it to somebody else or train somebody else up in the salon to do uh-huh. it for them so that they can focus on the things that they love to do. Okay. I think that's it. Now, one of the things I have seen in some of the shops that I have been in is that the person will have a shampoo person so that they're not having to shampoo and then do their, their hair styling. So... How often have you seen that, Urena? I see it very often. And mm-hmm. um, it, you have some clients who who want that service, but you have other clients who would prefer that they have a stylist who takes care of their services from the beginning to end. I see. And that's where healthy hair oh. uh, care come in. Mm-hmm. So what changes have you seen uh, in the hair care industry over the years, Urena? Um, the changes that I've seen is you have more um, kitchen beauticians now, which means that it's more so the money. They ask the clients to come in with their hair shampooed and conditioned already. When the health of the hair starts from the very first shampoo, and condition. And so mm-hmm. you have people who are suffering alopecia because mm-hmm. they're at home treating their hair when the stylist should be treating it. I see. Okay, is it see, because is of also... Kaylee? Yes. But it's also a very good point because you want to educate your clients and not a lot of people, myself included, I don't know what what my hair needs. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you, mm-hmm. is it like a facial? Do you wash your hair and mask it twice a week? You know, what is it that we need to be doing to to have that beautiful Hollywood look that, you know, you see on the red yeah. carpets, which is what every girl wants for their hair. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want, that's what we teach our clients to do, to to market towards that, to give the the education marketing out there so that you're educating your clients on what to do. I, and I think that's, that's very purposeful, but I'm not sure, are we sure that that is a standard that happens in every shop? Is educating a part of the package that you get? 
It should be. It should be. But, you know, there, you know what I, I, I'm seeing, too, is there are so many things that are happening in the hair care industry and that we're talking about, particularly, is that there are weaves, there are, there's braiding. Uh, in California now, there's a law that African-American women can wear their natural hair and not be penalized or criticized by employers uh, in the workforce, in the workplace, and braiding uh, extensions. There's so much going on in the hair industry. So where, you know, it's just amazing um, that the long hair, I mean, who's wearing their natural hair? There are a few, uh, but it's just interesting of the changes that are going on. So what do you guys make of all of this? Don't everybody I, speak at once. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know who wanted to speak there first. <laughs> no, go ahead. Just jump in because I'm, I'm intrigued, really. <laughs> well, I, I'm asking my clients to... Uh, go to their own natural hair. And if they want a particular look, get a wig and and take that wig on and off every day so we can take the stress off the hair to prevent the alopecia. I'm teaching them to what products are you using at home? If you're going to use a product, consult with me first so that we could uh, work with your healthy hair journey together. And so, yeah, healthy, uh, the, the healthy hair is actually almost doing nothing to it, but being very careful about the products that you're putting on it. You can't use Dawn, and I don't want to put any other products out there uh, yeah. right now, but y- you, you have to have uh, uh, cleansing uh, done to the hair proper, uh, getting the buildup off of the hair shaft, go back into it with the moisturizing shampoo to bring mm-hmm. its pH balance back and go back into it with the proper moisturizing conditioner and don't shampoo it so often. Okay. That, I mean, uh, I that's very cool. Um, Haley? Kaylee? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think it's so important to has this education out there so that people understand the pros and cons of, you know, wearing their natural hair versus a wig versus, you know, extensions. What's actually damaging their hair? What are they doing that's wrong? And, you know, there's this big movement towards natural and organic and green and healthy. And I think that's the biggest change that's happening right now is the world is changing to going back to keeping it simple and natural. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I, th- I think that many things are changing. And, you know, I want to I get back to, to something with both of you, which is on a personal basis, since we're talking a little bit about the business, but your personal journeys, your transformational journeys. Kaylee, I'll start with you first. What's the best advice you ever received? Oh, gosh. The best advice in the beauty industry was actually on the ships. So they used to constantly tell us, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I use the, <laughs> the kiss analogy. And okay. That's, that's something I've used throughout my career. Raina, what's the best advice you've ever received on your transformational journey? Time is money. The that's time interesting. time spent on a client's hair is going to reflect 
or what the end result is going to look like. Okay. Thank you for that. But what's the biggest obstacle that in this business that you've ever had as a big challenge or obstacle? I'm going to ask you, Urena, as we mm-hmm. talk about a transformational journey, because both of you are in the business business. <laughs> the business of, uh, you know, working with hair. You started at 11 years old. What were some of the challenges along the way that you had to overcome to be where you are today? Um, It was time management Mm -hmm. um, and learning um, how the hair operates and how it works, what's going to work and what is not. And I think the biggest challenge for me was keeping up with the trend, being one of the first to learn um, what was trending at the time. And that's where time is money come in at. Um, As a matter of fact, I remember a time where I did not keep up with the trend and it it showed. Uh And so, yeah, the trending, you've got to keep up with it if you're an artist in the industry. How did you manage uh, a personal life and all the time that you're spending in the salon trying to grow your business, trying to keep up with the trends? How did you work that out? Raising a family, being married, how did you how did you work that? What was one of the challenges you had to face? Oh my god, it was very hard initially. Um <laughs> you my uh, I had help from my significant other, but uh what I learned that if I wanted to in quality time with my family that I had to have an in-home salon. And I became a work-at-home mom, mm-hmm. a stay-at-home working mom. Does that make okay. sense? It makes and, sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, mm-hmm, yeah, so, um, and uh, it was a very interesting journey, and it kind of uh, limited me in the industry, but family come first for me. So, okay. yeah, that was my most challenge, yes. Kaylee, what about you? On your personal journey, how was that? Trying to, you know, get the salon, beauty coaching going. How how did that impact you personally? What challenges did you have to overcome? Oh, I had many. Um, I had a lot of, believe it or not, a lot of self-confidence. Mm-hmm. that I had to overcome. Um, I had... I had to do a lot of work on myself, mm-hmm. on pushing myself forward and finding out what it is I truly want and what it is I want to focus on and what it is I want to achieve. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of self, yeah, a lot of self-reflection and um, setting goals and pushing forward perseverance, which has been hard. Do you find that some of that that you learned uh, and you worked on yourself and some of the things you wanted to achieve, the self-reflection, setting goals, did you find that you integrated that into your coaching package? Yes, definitely. (laughs) I mean, really, because it's like you can't give what you don't have. I always tell people you can't give what you don't have. And so an empty glass can't fill a another empty glass. So that's why I asked that. Exactly. So, it thank, so thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Arena, do you have anything you want to add or share before we go on break? Um, yes. Mm-hmm. If this is a passion, 
for mm-hmm. you. It wasn't a passion for me. It just came easy. And sometimes you have to listen to other people tell you what God has purposed you to do. And uh, in the hair industry, uh, a lot of people um, just jump into it when it actually doesn't come natural for them. So, yeah. Okay. So, but do you feel that that validation, uh, what I call validation, is is necessary when you talk about other people uh, sort of validating, that's the word I use, for you, that you're in mm-hmm. the right profession? Is that what you felt you, you received from other people? That's what, exactly. Yes, that's exactly what I received. I was supposed to be in the Air Force, not a cosmetologist or hairstylist. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about that after break. We're going to take a quick commercial break, listeners, and we're going to be right back with my absolutely dynamic women who are talking about the beauty business, mostly hair care. Thank you. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red Set. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my show today with my guest, Kaylee Hagesweiler and Urena Trust. Think these gals on have some interesting names? Yes, they do. And I want to thank you guys again for being on the show today. It's just been an interesting discussion about salon coaching, about the hair care industry. I've got a lot more personal questions I want to ask. And can you share, Urena, I'm going to start with you first. Can you share a situation okay. that, that has occurred in your life? that you feel provides insight as to your character? Quickly. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> clients sitting in my chair share their stories of their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And about my character, I keep it a secret. I'm more a psychologist than anything. So uh, I hear uh, thank you to to Irena for not uh, airing whatever they're share with other mm-hmm. people. Okay, that's a character of integrity and silence. <laughs> All right, Kaylee, yeah. how about you? Uh, for me, I think I've always surprised myself and, and, you know, pushed beyond what I thought I could do. So a prime example was when I first joined the ships and I think on my first day they made me do a, se- a seminar and I was the most quietest, intimidating girl, which you wouldn't believe now, but I got up and I still did it, which I never thought I could do. Wow. So that told you something about you that that you learned on that day. Thank you so much for sharing that. You know, one of the things that I know about you, Kaylee, too, you're an extraordinary person and you have done something, too, which I think is commendable. You have written a book. Why did you feel the need to write a book? I felt the need. See, what I wanted to do is I wanted to help salon owners to the best of my ability and give them everything that I had learned mm-hmm. this far. Um, and this book's constantly been updated with new documents, new new content as well. So I wanted to I really want to see people succeed in their business and have a piece of that pun, live their dream. Okay. What's the title of your book? It's how to set your beauty salon up for optimal profit Workflow and cash flow. So, is it is it a workbook or is it um, got exercises in it that a person can? I didn't get a chance to read it, but it sounded so provocative. Um, is it? Uh, <laughs> yes, is it so, like? Um, it's got everything in it from how to market your business correctly. It's got worksheets on how to do meetings. Oh, wow. It's got recommendation cards, how your KPI should look. Um, working out for finding your your margin percentage as well, and how to find your break even points. Also, it's even like a it's like a how to book. Wow! So it gives you all exactly. the things that you need to set yourself up in business and do it right. Okay. Exactly. Is there any other is there any other book like that on the market? For not that I know for the beauty industry. Um, not mm-hmm. not quite as intense and in-depth as the one I've written. Okay. How can they get it? How can a person get your book? So they it- can go to my website, and from there, um, it's, there's a link to the online book. Okay. And I'll give them your website at the end of the show to make sure people be sure to get your book. Uh, it's a how-to book. Uh, for beauties now, it's just for people in the beauty business. They could be probably in any business because I'm sure some of you are. Um, your your strategies would apply to any business. Exactly. Right? Yes. Okay. One of the things that uh, I have found is that 
do you have mentors for you? Urena, do you have a mentor? Because um, so many people talk about today uh, being wise to have mentors or participate in a mastermind. Kaylee, do, are you, do you have a mentor or somebody that you look up to, that you go to? Yes, it's, um, it's actually my dad. Ah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, dad, we're going to give you credit out there. Your dad. <laughs> All right. What does dad do that you find so remarkable? <laughs> uh, well, my dad bought his company from nothing, and okay. he's also a coach. So whenever I'm in need or, you know, need guidance, he's just a phone call away. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful to have your dad. What kind of, is he coach in athletics or uh, a life coach? He's a, a business coach as well for okay. builders. Oh, all right. So you've got well, you've got some stuff already go, flowing in your bones here, girl, <laughs> from dad. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's great. Was he uh, sort of surprised that you went into, you know, on a ship as a body specialist? Was he surprised at that? No, because that actually came up when I was in. Um, my last year of high school, he made me sit down and write up my goals, and that was my five-year goal. Um, and my okay. tenure, I think, was to open up a business, and I achieved both of those within a year away from the five and the tenure. And so you're a strong proponent, I take it, of writing down your goals. It is so important. What about vision boards? You know, people do vision boards. Are they the same, do you think? What do you think? Yes, definitely. If you can see your your vision board or your goal, the chances of you actually achieving it is a lot higher. Like, for instance, when people are climbing Mount Everest, they're more motivated when they can actually see the peak mm-hmm. than when they can't. So it's the same with your vision boards or your goals. Okay, I just wanted clarification because vision boards have become very prominent in a lot of circles. <laughs> you know, writing down the goals is absolutely great, and so people will talk about vision boards. So thank you very much. So, Urena, how about you? Uh, how about um, you? Who do you have as a mentor, or who do you, you know, maybe look to for advice? Um, uh, several people. Uh, okay. Doris Mosley. Uh, mm-hmm. pioneer in the beauty industry, was a mentor mm-hmm. of mine. She taught me a lot about hair cutting. Okay. Um, uh, Marla Duncan, uh, she was one of the first clients that I picked up at the age of 19. She's still a part of my life. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, yes. Um, and uh, Sharita Herring. Uh, she helped greatly as a business coach. She pushed me, uh, Lisa Nichols, and Dr. Barbara Young. I know. I knew you were going to put my name in there somewhere, and I was like, <laughs> no, she didn't. No, she didn't. <laughs> well, thank you very yeah. much for that. But you are wonderful, though, really. And, you know, I think one thank of the you. things that's so important is that you are, both of you are in the business of empowerment, as I see it, because you have that opportunity to help other individuals become successful, not only from an outward 
perspective, but from the inward as well. Because as Truss stated, many people tell her things, they tell her secrets, and a part of her character is she holds a secret and does not share. I think that is so important. Tell me a little bit, too, about alopecia and Is it growing? And people, you you know, a number of individuals are suffering with it and other hair care problems. And you're helping those individuals. Do you see your clientele increasing, Urena? Absolutely. Um, I see it increasing because I'm able to help uh, Uh people with alopecia. And Uh sometimes alopecia is hereditary. Sometimes it's brought on by uh, uh, constantly pulling in the area where the hair follicle grows. But do you think maybe it's stress? Is it stress causing them to pull their hair and say? You, I, very little have I seen stress. Uh, it's more so brought on by um, uh, constantly pulling our hereditary. You got a lot of stylists out here that don't understand that what, when you're braiding a person's hair, if you braid it too tight over mm-hmm. and over again, they're going to eventually lose that hair permanently. And so what I've witnessed, so you have some people who are okay with uh, have an alopecia, and you have some people who are ready to commit suicide because wow. of it. Wow. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And so for those of you who may be interested in seeing Miss Reyna, I will share that at the end of the show. If you're suffering, I know somebody who's suffering from alopecia. So I'm going to ask both of you this question um, as we close the show today. If you were to ask, uh, give one piece of one piece of advice to women who are just starting their businesses in salon, in the hair care, what would you say? Kaylee? I would say stay true to yourself and set goals. Um, no, make sure that you have a great handle and understanding on where it is that you see yourself in five mm-hmm. years and exactly what you want to create. And never oh. forget that. Thank you so much. Stay true to yourself. Set your goals. See yourself and where you're going to be in five years. Urena, if you want to give one piece um, of advice, <laughs> what would you say? They're just starting their business. The industry, the industry changes so much. You have to remember to reinvent yourself. It's necessary. Okay, I'm just my starting advice. my business and you're telling me I got to reinvent myself. Okay. You you have to reinvent the business, all of it. Everything needs to be reinvented. Okay. Reinvent yourself. Ladies, I really want to thank you so much for a great discussion. And I know many of the listeners probably enjoyed hearing this one because this is a different aspect when we start talking about the hair care business in particular. Kaylee, if you could set up a banner anywhere, what would you put on it and what would it say? Quickly. I got three oh, minutes. Gosh. Um, <laughs> it, it would it would say um, set your goals. <laughs> you would say set your goals. <laughs> set your I'm goals t- and live your life to the fullest. <laughs> <laughs> Where would you place this banner? Where would you place it? I got my hands out really big. Yeah, like everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Where would you post one banner? One banner. 
I would post it outside schools. Okay, great. Urena, if you had a big, would, huge banner, where would you put it? And what would it say? I, it would say, follow your passion, and I will post it on the busiest billboard on a freeway. Woohoo! Okay. Thank you guys so much. That's incredible. Thank you so much, both of you. And I want to wish you the best in your future endeavors to make a difference in the world. And certainly the two of you are. And thank you for sharing a bit of good information to people in the hair care industry today. Now, if you want to get a hold of my my guest today, oh my goodness, give them your, your website, please, Kaylee, really quickly. Quickly, website. It's www.beautysalonscoach.com. Okay, www.beautysalonscoach.com. And for Diva Ray, oh, she is the diva. You can email her if you have any challenges with alopecia or want hair care. I want to see her, talk to her. It's Diva Ray, D-I-V-A-R-A-I at gmail.com. Got that? Again, that's D-I-V-A-R-A-I at gmail.com. And this is Dr. Barbara Young about to sign off, but I'm going to ask my guests for one last tip of the day that you'd like to say to the guest. All right. Got, you got your chances. Hurry up, gals. <laughs> you ready now? Create you to say the something? image you desire. All right. Kaylee? Get clarity on yourself and where you want to be. And thank you so much. Next week, we're going to have another great guest on the show, Miss Yvonka Faraby, who's going to share beyond the shackles. She has an incredible life story of redemption and growth. So stay with me, and I'll be back with you next week. At the same time, this is Dr. Barbara Young, Transformation Success Radio Talk Show. Thank you, Kaylee. Have a great time in Australia. I hope to visit you soon. And Urena, have a great day in California. (laughs) Thank you, guys. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have an outstanding week.